Support for this podcast comes from Bryn Mawr Communications. BMC produces a number of informative podcast series spanning a variety of topics in optometry. Discover a new show at itube.net slash podcasts. Welcome to the first part of our two-part special episode, Contact Lens Business in the COVID-19 Era. We're glad you've joined us for this discussion entitled Products on the Market. Dr. Jeffrey Lewis will speak with fellow optometrists Drs. Anith Pillay, Jennifer Sai, and Jessica Yu about trends in contact lens utilization, patient profiles, and best practices when fitting new lens types. This podcast is supported with advertising by Bausch & Lohm. The opinions and views expressed during this program are those of the individual participants and are not necessarily those of Bausch & Lohm or its affiliates. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining a contact lens business in the COVID-19 era, products on the market. Thank you to Bausch & Lomb for providing advertising support for this program. To our audience, we want to encourage you to submit questions throughout the program, and we will address them at the end of our discussion. So hello, everyone, and for a lot of eye care providers, we know contact lenses are a very important part of their business. We have some incredible doctors joining us this discussion to share their insights on contact lens trends in their practice, the utilization of different modalities by their patients, and of course, some of the new products and technology that has them excited. So docs, can you tell us where you are located a little bit about yourself and your practice? And let's start with the amazing Dr. Jennifer Sai. Hi everyone, uh, thanks for having me, uh, Louis. Um, I'm practicing actually in Manhattan in Hudson Yards. Um, so it's been a crazy week and it's been a crazy year here. Um, I have a cold start practice that I opened um, about two to three months ago. Um, it's a modern private practice and optical studio called Line of Sight. Um, and I'm also founder of a, a blue blocking eyewear e-com line called Carrot Eyewear. Um, in my office, I mostly specialize with uh, myopia control, um, dry eye treatments, um, and I do a lot of daily lenses. Um, but I'm very passionate to share my experiences and eye care, um, as well as uh, being a female business owner on my social media platform, uh, Dr. Jane Juice. And that is me in a summary. Thank you, Doc. We also have Dr. Anith Pillay with us this evening. Doctor, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Great. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you for everyone for joining tonight. Um, so I practice in Sugarland, Texas, which is a suburb of Houston. Um, I am the co-owner of Evolutionary Eye Care. Uh, my clinical emphasis is in anterior segment disease, so especially contacts, myopia management, and my partner does vision therapy and low vision, and we are a heavy ocular surface disease practice as well. Um, and the biggest thing to know about me is my undergraduate is at UT Austin, so hook them. Uh, big Longhorn fan, and um, thank you so much for everybody for joining. Excellent. We have another great doc with us this evening, Dr. Jessica Yu. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from. Thank you, Dr. Lewis, and thank you everyone for joining us tonight. Um, I practice in Westport, Connecticut, which is a small town outside of New York City, about 45 minutes. Um, I have a partner also in the private practice and my specialty is more a cornea and specialty contact lens um, practice. So I do a lot of complex fittings, including scleral lenses. 
uh, myopia management with orthokeratology um, and pretty much everything and anything under the sun as far as contacts go. Um, I'm passionate about all things relating to improving vision with contact lenses and the technology that we have today. Um, and I also am on faculty at New York Eye Near Mount Sinai in New York City. Um, it's a pleasure to be here with you all tonight and I'm really excited. Thanks doc. And my name is Dr. Jeffrey Lewis and I practice at All About Eyes and I'm over here in the Midwest in Champaign, Illinois, where we focus on primary eye care and we have a high volume contact lens practice. Now we have a lot of very exciting topics. So let's dive right in. And what we know is that the popularity of daily disposables especially has really exploded over the last 15, 20 years. And I think it would make sense to start a discussion this evening, really talking about how these products are utilized in your office. Now, Dr. Sai, first, congratulations on your new practice. What are some of the current trends you're noticing in your office with daily disposable contact lenses? Uh, so the interesting thing about um, this day and age, uh, us quickly converting into a very digital uh, virtual world, we spent, um, we're spending a lot more time on our digital devices and our screen. And a lot of patients have been experiencing symptoms of eye strain, and that includes um, dryness. Uh, so this definitely opens up sort of this new avenue discussion with my patients about their lifestyles and their habits uh, to determine what really um, is best to meet their needs. Um, and in the area that I'm in, uh, it's heavily concentrated with a lot of, um, uh, I guess, patients who work in the corporate world. So they are spending I would say most of their day um, through Zoom calls and uh, they're also um, usually working from home. So dryness is a big component and it's very important then for them to be in lenses that help reduce any issues with dryness um, to keep their eyes moist. Otherwise they have a hard time being able to focus um, and to do well with work productivity. Um, and part of that is talking about like daily lenses and the options that are out there and really truly educating them um, on all the different brands and uh, putting them in the best technology. Um, and I think another thing that has changed um, recently with um, COVID is uh, contact lens hygiene. So before patients may not have cared so much about um, maybe being in extended wears, uh, but I think lately with um, everything that's going on, I think patients are concerned about maybe possibly fear of con um, touching their eyes um, and as well as maybe overwearing their lenses. They are more fo focused on their um, eye safety and health. Um, and that's something that I think is great for us as practitioners is to help shape them and guide them in the right direction and to put them in the best lenses possible. So um, that's what I've noticed lately, I guess, within the past couple of months. So you've said some really key words that I think stand out. Uh, digital eye strain, right? Computer vision syndrome. Um, and we know that some of our patients now, I was reading a, a statistic I came across, are spending almost 16 and a half hours a day on digital devices. And you with your location in particular, probably have many patients who spend 40 to 80 hours a week working. So mm -hmm. we know that some of the products like weeklies and two week contact lenses have slowly declined. And it's because there's this you know, amazing technology in the daily disposables. And you mentioned the discussion that you are able to have with your patients that you know, enlightens them about this new technology. What does that conversation look like in your office? How are you able to share that with them and uh, then they're able to enjoy those benefits? Uh, so, I mean, 
there will be patients that walk in who may not be in the best option um, of daily lenses, or they may be in extended wear. And I always start the conversation in a very open-ended way. Are you having um, any issues lately, especially with the amount of computer work that you're doing? I ask how many hours that they spend. They usually say eight, and I say, okay, what about your phone? And then your book that you're reading? Um, because patients tend to forget that that all adds up to um, like screen time. So ends up being like 14 plus a day. And um, most patients don't understand what dry feels like. So instead of saying, um, are you having dry symptoms? I ask, oh, at the end of the day, do you feel like your eyes burn um, when you take out your contacts? In the morning when you wake up, do you, do you have a hard time opening your eyes? Do you feel like um, you constantly have to rub your eyes um, or do they feel kind of scratchy like you have a lash in your eye? And usually one of those um, things that I named would prompt uh, them to say, oh yeah, I actually noticed that my eyes get dry or they'll say my eyes tear when I go outside and it's windy or sunny. Um, and I would just simply educate them why um, these are actually signs of dryness. Uh, for every patient, we always do a topography um, and this is to really we use this ice equipment, uh, which helps us show them on a visual sort of iPad. Uh, this is what we find on the surface and this is what's happening. Um, and it really helps them to visualize uh, what signs of dryness they have to really understand uh, why it's important to be in, in better lenses. And that has really helped. And so even if they are in material that I would say, I would consider not as readable and they say they're happy in them, um, I would educate them on the newer technologies that are out like infused, um, Tell them that there's uh, much newer generations, just like you change your iPhone every year or every couple of years, you probably want to change your contacts. Um, there's newer versions. And I think that contact lens um, is just like technology. Uh, there's always new advancements. And if you see it that way um, and see how it can really improve their lives and you help educate them, I think that uh, once they put the lenses on, they can really understand what they're looking for and, and notice that it's more comfortable and it helps with their overall lifestyle. Well, that's incredible. You're literally showing them the effects of dryness so that they can visualize it, but then you're also prescribing them technology that feels amazing, and then they can feel the improvement from the technology. So you're fitting all types of patient types that can benefit from daily disposables, and I'm sure it's very hard to choose, but if you had to highlight some of your uh, biggest needed area patients, for the daily disposable modality, what are maybe you know two or three patient types that when they come into the office, you're going straight to the daily disposable? Uh, I, I really, in this day and age, don't think anyone's not a candidate. I would say pretty much for every patient that's possible unless they're an excessively high myope with excessive astigmatism, there aren't that many options. Um, I, I think going forward uh, with patients that I've been seeing actually, um, I, I think they come in with understanding that their eyes have changed because I think with the, again, amount of screen time, there has been a slight myopia progression that I've noticed, um, at least within my demographic here. A lot of my patients are uh, working professionals um, and uh, a lot of corporate companies uh, such as Facebook and Amazon and Google. So these clientele, especially programmers and engineers, um, they spend a lot of time on their screen and um, they, they are interested in products that are out there because they understand technology. And it's really just um, transferring that information in a way that they would understand and providing them with an allergy. Uh, so with these patients, um, I, it helps for them to try the lenses on and, and see. Um, so I would say predominantly most of them are, uh, I would say 
working professionals between uh, 20 and 40 um, who are spending most of their day in the virtual world or just doing computer work. Um, but they also need to be able to see well, walk around outside um, because no one really drives a car here. So they're, uh, they wanna be in lenses that feel good while you're walking outside um, or going on hikes and things like that. So a lot of patients um, going forward um, are interested in maybe possibly wearing their glasses more. That has been something that I've noticed, uh, especially, um, sorry, uh, wearing contacts more because of mask wear. Um, so because their glasses fog up a lot and um, getting them into contact lenses where maybe they didn't used to wear them as much, or maybe they were in lenses that were extended, but now since they're working at home, they tend to not wear their contacts as much unless they are out and about, which is rare these days as much um, as before. Um, I try to introduce them to these better lenses that are silicone hydrogel or more breathable lenses and uh, to try to educate them uh, on the, how there are options for them to be able to wear masks and not have to fog up their glasses, but still be able to wear their glasses um, most of the time when they're at home. So that gives them the convenience and it fits their lifestyle, which I think is the most important thing to be able to really understand a patient's lifestyle and exactly what they need so that you can provide them with um, something that enhances their day-to-day -day life. I absolutely love it. Uh, you mentioned the allergies. We just finished harvest season out here. So we're prescribing daily disposables to all types of patients. Uh, farmers have now been uh, a big uh, part of our contact lens growth, actually. And you mentioned safety several times, and it's very important I think a lot of our patients are just a little bit more conscientious about how to maintain their contact lenses. And you know, a lot of our patients who are having to spend quite a bit of money on hydrogen peroxide systems, which they clean very, very well, but the convenience just oftentimes I think is very understated. So I'm glad you highlighted that. Now we're certainly seeing a strong push by industry partners to provide these innovative products. And you mentioned some of the materials that are out there. What products, have you excited? And you know, what about these lenses makes them want you to prescribe them to your patients? Support for this podcast comes from Bryn Mawr Communications. BMC produces a number of informative podcast series spanning a variety of topics in optometry. Discover a new show at itube.net slash podcasts. Um, so uh, there have been some new products and I think each one has their own sort of special uh, market. Um, so I think that um, within um, the daily disposables, I really do like um, Infuse. I have tried their product. Um, I am wearing it now. Um, and it, it really does feel really comfortable. Um, and it's nice because the amount of oxygen that you are getting out of that lens is comparable to um, maybe like Daily Total Ones and Acuity Oasis One Days that have been out there in the market for a while, but um, it's not uh, excessively exp ex expensive to the patient. It's still accessible. And then um, I think that with the rebates that they offer, it really works out in a way where it's really um, great for the patients um, as well as for the practice. Um, and then there are other lenses that I think uh, uh, just in general, I think AccuView Moist is a big product or component in our Manhattan market. A lot of patients have always been in them. Um, if they like the AccuView Moist, um, it's always nice to introduce them to the Oasis One Days, um, which they tend to notice a difference. Um, and then even like multifocal lenses um, that uh, are now out in the market that can correct for presbyopia and astigmatism like Ultra uh, has been a game changer, I think. Um, a lot of patients who come in um, are surprised that uh, I, 
I'm the first person that's ever introduced since we're a product where they can do that. And that's, you know, it's always nice to be able to, uh, you know, educate your patients and, and they come in, they're like, oh, wow, this is like new technology. Um, when really you're just, um, you know, being a great provider to, to help them, so. I think that's fantastic. You're a proactive pr prescriber. Um, you're offering and prescribing technology to all types of patients so that they can experience and benefit. And I think that that's why we're seeing such significant adoption, you know, all over the country. Um, mm -hmm. There's even some daily disposables now that are multifocals that have two intermediate zones. The MyDay lens only has 4.4% silicone. Uh, the daily total one has a surface coating that initially provides almost 100% water content. And you, you mentioned the infused lens. That's one of the most balanced lenses that I've worked with. Um, the BioTrue one day lens has blown me away actually from a hydrogel perspective because it has 78% water and can maintain that for almost 96, or excuse me, almost 16 hours. It'd be great if it can maintain it 96 hours. <laughs> but <laughs> 16 hours for contact lens wear. And so it makes sense that, you know, when we're seeing all of this substantial adoption from this amazing technology, that they're going to continue to push parameters as well. And that's actually what I'm seeing. And you're probably seeing it. You're able to fit more and more patients because of the extensive parameter range. Many of these contact lenses have a plus six to a minus nine or a, you know, a plus eight to a minus 12. That allows us to, of course, get these on more patients' eyes. The, the BioTrue One Day for Astigmatism, for example, that lens now has a minus 2.75 diopter standard offering. And I just think that that's unheard of. You know, there's never really been anything like that. And so let's talk about another type of lens that eye care providers and patients have a lot of interest in. And I'm talking about multifocals and multifocal torics, as Dr. Sai mentioned. And, you know, we've seen some really interesting trends with regard to multifocal and multifocals as well in our practice. And, you know, I have to admit, and I'm doing this, our practice was very slow to adopt multifocals when I first started there. And I think the fact that multifocal torques at least took a, a very long time to come in, well, that didn't really encourage our doctors, of course, to prescribe them. So when we started focusing on trying to build, you know, this better contact lens practice, we were actually shocked how underutilized multifocals were in our office. And we had to address the fact that if we really wanted to build this better contact lens practice, then we needed to make presbyopes and presbyopic astigmats a priority, right? And it's kind of been crazy because making them this priority has contributed immensely to the growth in our office. So it's resulted in this positive reinforcement kind of system for us where we're continuing to use excellent technologies and our patients are loving the results. And that wasn't something I thought maybe was possible in the beginning based off of how little we fit multifocals and multifocal torics. So now we're fitting these patients, they're telling their friends, they're telling their neighbors, their neighbors are telling their coworkers and everyone's coming in and now they're asking us for the technology that we used to be afraid to prescribe. So I think it's pretty wild to see how this has kind of come full circle and see how our community's kind of jumped on this bandwagon um, and it's definitely made us continue to embrace this technology. And doctors, I'm curious for you, you know, did your practice adopt multifocals or multifocal torics, or did you also start with kind of slow growth and then you picked up momentum um, with these products? And Dr. Yu, why don't we start with you? 
Well, for us, I think I was an early multifocal adopter. So I definitely fit a lot more. And early on, I was never a huge fan of monovision. But what's been interesting is that um, between fitting regular multifocals and multifocal torics, you know, because of the lack of availability of certain parameters, I think a lot of doctors got used to masking cylinder and trying to find ways to really make it work and make it work better. And we talked a lot about compromise, you know, between distance and intermediate and reading. And what's been really nice with the upswing of multifocal torics in particular is that we have something right at our fingertips. Um, something with, for example, the ultra multifocal toric or the um, biofinity toric multifocal, you know, things that are manufactured and can get to us faster than that three to four week custom time. And because it's a little more standardized, you're getting more consistency across the board. Um, so it's been nice to have that extra way to provide crisper, sharper vision for patients. And I know that when both the lenses came out at different times with the different parameters, I had a long list of patients to call and say, hey, I finally have something that's gonna give you what you were looking for, you know, sharper vision in a much more comfortable moisture material. Um, and that's something that's been a real practice um, builder as far as growth and referrals, like you said. And I think that's something we can all attest to. Absolutely. Uh, I make this joke, but no patient is better at a referral than a successfully fitted multifocal toric patient. Many of these patients have never had any access to any of this type of technology before. And so uh, some of the wonderful doctors that I have on this panel, you know, very proactive with the prescribing style. It's a real game changer and it's an excellent practice builder, just as you mentioned. When I think about the typical patient who's utilized multifocals and multifocal toric contact lenses in our office now, it's been a very interesting journey for us as well to think about how far we've come as a practice like you. I started, you know, in a practice that already fit a lot of contact lenses, but again, hardly of them were multifocals and uh, they certainly weren't fitting multifocal torics. So the presbyopes and the, the presbyopic astigmats, they were fitting your traditional lenses, right? Your single vision distance with your readers, uh, monovision, and, or, or they were even relegated to glasses. So the first few years, I think we kind of operated with this, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it kind of mentality. And looking back now, I think we left a lot of, you know, potential performance, you know, vision-wise for our patients on the table. So when we're now seeing presbyopes and presbyopic astigmats, we have a different type of mentality, right? We're, we're seeing this as an opportunity to improve the quality of, you know, their vision and, and their quality of their life. And that wasn't something that happened right away. We had to really stick with it. We had to gain trust in the technology and the fitting process. And I think that's especially true with presbyopic astigmats. You had a few examples of um, some technology that wasn't working successfully. And I'll give you an example of a newer technology that worked very well for us. And it's also a multifocatory. And this patient was referred to us by one of our successfully fit presbyopic astigmats. And he's new, to our, he's new to our office. He's approximately 48 years old and he's been an on again, off again multifocal wearer with minimal success because he's a mechanic. So he's having to, you know, get it there under particular angles to, to do his work and it just wasn't working for him. So his initial contact lens RX was a minus six, minus 125 axis 180 low for the right eye. 
and a minus six, minus 75 axis 180 low for the left eye. Now he ended up needing one refinement to see better at near. So we ended up bumping that non-dominant eye to a minus six, minus 75 axis 180 high. And he couldn't believe it. Just one refinement made all the difference for this patient. And it, for him, it was likely because of his uncorrected astigmatism. So it just shows the power right behind this new technology, like Dr. Yu mentioned, like Dr. Sai, she's mentioned the multifocals and multifocal tool. And like you mentioned just, uh, um, just a few minutes ago. So now we're spending you know, a lot of time educating our patients about these types of technologies for both the multifocals and the multifocal torics, because we wanna make sure that we're prescribing it as a first line option. And after talking with our doctors, it's very obvious that we fit more monthly multifocals than we do daily disposable multifocals. And I think that's because for a long time for us, the monthly modality was kind of the workhorse and we live more in a blue collar area. Um, but we don't want to sell our patients short. That's something we also had to figure out along the way. And there's a lot of different technologies that we're embracing in our office right now. One of those is, of course, the Ultra family. And I heard that mentioned. Um, I also heard the Biofinity family as well. We're also using that contact lens. And the Air Optics Hydroglide. Now, the Ultra family and the Biofinity family both have a multifocal toric. And I, I just think that that's pretty wild to think about, right? There's multiple multifocal toric options now, right? And I also think, well, it was needed, right? Our industry partners needed to develop these lenses eventually. And, it, and they did, they committed. And the technology behind these lenses is very impressive. With the Biofinity multifocal and multifocal toric, that's gonna use the same technology as the Biofinity family. So you're gonna have your Aquaform technology. But both the multifocal and the multifocal toric use the balanced progressive technology. And that one's a little bit unique because it's using a distance-centered contact lens design and a near-centered contact lens design with three zones and four ad power. So a little bit different there. And it has the opt optimized torque lens geometry to help balance out the astigmatism. Now the Ultra family, it's multifocal and multifocal torque are gonna use the same technology as uh, the Ultra. So it has the moisture seal technology and it's three zone progressive design which uses a center ear design and three zones of vision with two ad powers. And then it's able to uh, really create stability with its optical line design. Then you have the Air Optics Hydroglide Multifocal. And that one uses the same technology as the Hydroglide family. And it features the Hydroglide Moisture Matrix and a precision profile design. That's gonna have that center near uh, design with three zones of vision and three ad powers. Now they don't have a multifocal yet, but it could be in the pipeline because we're all sharing a lot of the success that we've had with multifocal torics. So I just think it's truly amazing how far we've come with all of this technology. But it's not that, you know, this technology that just stands out. I also heard the standard offering aspect, right? So we're, we're talking about availability. And I'm just blown away that our industry partners have committed to a multifocal toric that we have in our office. You can actually fit patients the same day. Wow, wow. Dr. So Lewis, I wanna I wanted to interject real quick because you mentioned one thing that was, you talked about all the different products we have and all the parameters we can cover and kind of the old school thought of saying, from a doctor's perspective, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? From, from, from a consumer perspective, if you're not changing, why stay, right? If you're not changing anything, 
why don't you stay with your practice? If any other office can do that, then what is setting you apart? So that don't change, don't fix it is really an antiquated mind state. You really need to start thinking about uh, no change, why stay? Because you need to be offering newer technology that separates you from your competition and offering this new technology is the, the first way to do that. And I think we have to be proactive, just to piggyback on what Dr. Pillay was saying, is that we have to be proactive with this sort of introduction. You know, It doesn't have to be a dialogue that lasts 10 minutes, but knowing the patient, their history, like what Dr. Sai was saying about some of the questions you ask about things they want to improve about their contacts, there's different things you can target, whether it's dryness, whether it's something with the optics. You know, in what Dr. Lewis was saying about multifocal torix and astigmatism lenses, a lot of patients who we know um, are in this category are very picky about that stability of the toric and how crisp the vision is and how much they have to take their finger and start to rotate the lens. Um, and some of the newer lenses have proven to have exceptional stability, which is one of the key points in the multifocal toric. So it's, it's sort of handpicking these little pieces of their technology improvement that can really help to set you apart as a practitioner and as a practice. Yeah, I'll agree. And from experience, uh, every patient that walks in through my door, since it's a cold start practice, is new. And I have to change every single one of them. So yes, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I don't really agree with that either. And it's worked for me to be able to change what they're in. And they appreciate that. When, when I hear the positive feedback that you're all receiving from your patients, but also the, you know, the intrinsic value of improving the, the, the outcome from your patients by prescribing newer technology, it really encourages, you know, and I hope it encourages our colleagues as well to continue to do that, to embrace some of these newer technologies in their office as well. And we're talking about ways to set out, uh, ways to stand out really as eye care providers to provide the highest level of care. And one of the ways that I think we can do that is also by focusing on specialty lenses. Cause you, got, you can't really have a conversation about contact lenses without talking about specialty contact lenses. And I think a lot of our eye care providers, they're interested in specialty lenses. I know I am. Thank you for tuning in to part one of our two-part special episode, Contact Lens Business in the COVID-19 Era, Products on the Market. Please stay tuned for part two of this series where Drs. Lewis, Palais, Sai, and Yu conclude their conversation by discussing scleral lenses and myopia management. This podcast was supported with advertising by Bausch & Lohm. The opinions and views expressed during this program are those of the individual participants and are not necessarily those of Bausch & Lohm or its affiliates.